Hey. Hey. Oof. Okay, that's all fake. That's all fake. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh shoot! I'm, I'm nervous. I'm, oh, I'm now are. nervously laughing. Yes. Uh This is gonna be hard, Choke. No, it is. We're talking about feeling alone. Yeah. Alone. Uh, we've been through. We had a technical issue. We've got a laptop going. Went down. Um, yeah. Few other things. We're okay. You can see we're here. Yay! Yay! We haven't killed each other. That actually is relevant. <laughs> It's quite amazing that we haven't done that. Yeah. I end up oftentimes feeling all alone. Because um, in the end, I guess we are. Or something like that. That I feel like sometimes I'm either saying things people don't want to hear or saying things that even people want to hear but they're not used to hearing or... Mm. Shit, I say I love you a lot more than most people. Um, and in my head, a lot of times, I get to a point where I turn around and I feel all alone. Mm-hmm. Some of that is I'm trying to be out in front, and part of who I am in my world is I'm the person that's out in front. Being out in front can be really scary. Because sometimes you turn around and realize there's nobody behind you, not because the people meant you to feel that way. It, it can be totally... I think at some point we all feel alone. That one of the greatest things I got out of group therapy sessions when I was doing that was the fact that this feeling of all alone is something we all share. Mm-hmm. That's true. That in the end, it's inside us. It's not out there. Yeah. That I'm not really on a cliff. I'm not really all alone. There's beautiful people out there that support me. Believe in me. And you believe in me. I get scared. Like I don't, first off, know what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Because I don't. I get scared because I'm at a precipice Mm -hmm. as far as what to do. I feel like in the end, that's all on me to come up with a solution. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes I feel overwhelmed by that. combination of not knowing what to do mm-hmm. and then nothing looks like the right thing to do or I don't know I have weird I have weird issues with asking for money now that's a funny thing in comparison to everybody has weird issues about asking <laughs> for help Yeah. but for me spiritually the idea of getting paid mm-hmm. from actual people to try and share my thoughts mm-hmm. is business as opposed to pleasure meditation mm-hmm. as opposed to meaningful teaching mm. that what um, you actually want to do it's what i'm no I, we're all teaching every day in what we're doing right so in my head that is what i'm doing right not teach i don't mean teacher i don't mean like that i mm-hmm. mean sharing 
Yeah. I don't I don't even charge for the wisdom you're sharing. If that finding wisdom is free and you should give it to people. Well, um, I will say that I've I've reached a consensus in my head about asking for help because I feel like what we both have the dream of doing is something that will be very very positive for humanity. It's the goal. And I think I think to not give people the opportunity to help is an injustice to them because how do you create a community without God, I wish I, I wish my ego could get there. No, 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 seriously. <laughs> no, 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 seriously. I get what you're I saying. Spent, no, the funny part the funny part is <laughs> I spent I spent some time thinking about this because yesterday we we did the little uh the help piece and we were we were talking about how well we need help in, in a lot of things um, right and i was thinking about it and i was like okay there's this fear of people saying no mm-hmm. there's the fear of people vehemently rejecting whatever your idea is and calling it stupid and stuff like that there's that fear there's also the fear that no one will help um well, there's 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 a yeah. lot of fears going on but also like there there has to be more of an effort from myself to believe in the idea that i have and there has to be more confidence in i want to do a good thing there has to be more of that going on in my head right because of the fact that i can't deal with all of the what ifs and like all of the contemplation like if i spent a fraction of the energy that i spend on contemplating and overthinking and just being down on myself and being hard on myself if i spend a quarter of that on trying to get people to like help me out or trying to get people to like i don't know like no, to just listen to just listen to just hear me out you know like to to j- just talk about my idea talk about our idea like if i spent more time doing that i think i'd get way more positivity than i assume i would yeah um and i i know that comes from there's there's a lot of places that that comes from there's like a there's like a well of just sadness that just sits in my heart that just seeps into everything and when i try to do something positive it always feels like this well is creeping back up again yeah and i've been i've been feeling that pretty hard i i have a feeling you've been feeling that pretty hard oh yeah Um, oh no doubt that i mean there's a the reality is there's a weight yeah that in the end i can believe in this all i want right Everybody here counts on me to provide something more than a yeah. studio. Uh, yeah. th- this is my home. For those of you who haven't realized that, this is my home. Yeah. I'm in my basement. Um, it's also where when I was incredibly depressed and dealing with all of that, I shut down and hibernated and hid, and I still do, mm-hmm. and I figured out how to bring cameras in. Mm-hmm. I still have trouble going outside. I still have trouble going places.
So the other day, yesterday, I reached out to a friend. Mm-hmm. Very successful. I went to a school where, in my head, most of the other people really ended up doing pretty good. <laughs> you might catch the subtle jab at myself in there. Right. Um, where they went out and changed the world their ways, I went out and drove a truck. Right. Along the way with a variety of side quests but i wanted to reach out to a friend and go hey i want you to see our studio Mm -hmm. but he's a friend that's a real musician and i don't mean that like like he goes to real studios Mm -hmm. it's my basement this is where i've always been all alone and as much as people come down here and they tell me how wonderful it is, I mm-hmm. those people have, and I'm not jealous of what they have. That's not it. Mm-hmm. No, where my ego's in the way is I'm embarrassed about me. Yeah. The funny part is that when you you would always ask me like, "Hey, why why do you um." Why do you have a hard time telling people about the studio and stuff like that? And I realized, like, earlier today when we were talking about it, like, I realized the reason why is because, like, I'm so proud of the fact that we've built a studio. But at the same time, as soon as I remember that I also live here, I feel like I immediately feel like it's regular and I feel like I'm not doing anything special. This is just something you're you're passing the time with. This is just something you're playing around with. I I feel we get lost and it feels alone like, and it like it feels bad. It just it feels wrong. It 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 feels like I'm I'm not doing enough. Right. Um and as I'm working my ass off, it feels like I should be not. Right. Or I'm not. Right. Like, well, I'm just obviously I'm delusional. Exactly. Um, dear God, I talk about the idea that somehow I feel connected to other things. I'm a loony. Even though there's probably people that are like, oh, your, stu- your studio's at your house? Dude, that's so awesome. You could just record whenever you want. Like, th- that's so cool. And then, like, there's probably people that are so interested in that. But at the same time, I can't get past the idea that this is something regular. This is... Like there's, it almost it almost speaks to like. The like sus- if it dies at the end of the month, we're just another idiot that tried. Right, right. It it to me it almost it almost speaks to how like society places so much value on being professional and being. Is it professional or just earning, not, maybe earning not, money maybe in not the not system? You know what I mean? As but long like, as you're whatever a cog in the wheel. Right. It's like, like there was so much allure to me to actually going into a studio and paying somebody to have t- studio time. Right, right. There was such an allure to me. And I feel like, I almost feel like I have to, like, deprogram myself to, to, to feel more comfortable in this environment rather than, like, when I'm when I'm sitting down recording and stuff like that, I feel really comfortable. I feel mm-hmm. really, really, really good. But when I bring other people into that, it feels like immediate shame. Well, and in my head, it's because we try and turn it into, you try and turn it into what it's not. You try and make it the other studio. Right. Instead of embracing who we are. Right. That, in the end, our studio sound is the idea of people coming together. Right. 
that we're not a traditional studio like hey come in here and record your track right we're don't get me wrong if we all come together and we're working on something then we can produce the track that I'm works i'm also pretty sure that most studios are for profit <laughs> so in that regard we're really not traditional well, but my goal that's okay in my head is there should be a studio on every corner mm. in somebody's basement yeah and we should be able to hear the people instead of yeah the loud voices yeah and the only way i know to drown them out mm -hmm. is for us to make more noise <sighs> and i don't mean i don't i don't mean just us yeah i mean but the whole concept mm -hmm. every other group out there of i mean they're trying to add don't get me wrong but at the same time they're also stuck in the we need to make some money right we need to make some money killing the voices <laughs> it's yeah. making it so that you can't hear people it's where the system not purposefully i'm not opposed i'm not saying oh my god the system is out to get us we built the system mm -hmm. you know the the reality is how do we make this work better the first step is how do we even start hearing each other Studio 586B doesn't want to tell the stories. I want to hear the stories. I want to bring perspective in so that it goes out. Yeah. And the first step is here, obviously. Right? Whatever. I don't care about here or me. I don't. I just don't. But if more people could raise their voices... Mm. We could be heard. There's no one here in the United States or in Russia or in Africa or the Ukraine, Tibet, China. Mm -hmm. There's nowhere where there's kids are going, hey, let's hope we can get into a fight with each other. They just want to play. Have fun. Live life. So how how do we I'm telling you the noise from the bottom doesn't agree with the noise from the top. And they got microphones and we don't. Mm. And that that's not against some group or party or it's the idea that we are at a moment where we can be heard and should be. Mm. Globally we can talk to each other. Why are we letting the conversation be controlled? By idiots our system by design has always put assholes in charge because in the end that's who kept the tribe going and protected the tribe against all the other tribes when are we going to grow up and realize we're one tribe and that we don't need the assholes anymore and we have to start working together just I as mean, basic humanity i mean there's no there's no better time than the present the only place i can be is here yeah. No matter where I go, there I am. Yeah. Buckaroo bonsai. <laughs> I, uh... We are told that we may get early spring. What? For those of you that don't know, in addition to us talking about alone today, it is also Groundhog's Day. <laughs> Which actually, as a lover of the movie, Groundhog's Day, as opposed to the holiday, Groundhog's Day, in which today we predicted spring was coming, Spring is coming, by the way. 
He didn't. He didn't see a shadow. He was not scared. He That's was, awesome. Hello, Spring the sun is, awesome. is not even outside. It's like slushy already. Yeah, it's like it's, it's like dark outside. Uh, it's, it's gray. Weird. It's like gray. Yeah. I always remember. So for me, I find meaning in all things. Ooh. <laughs> so let me overanalyze Groundhog's Day for you real quick. <laughs> I think of it as so representative of the cyclical nature of life that we discuss. And until he accepts that he's alone and just wants, to, oh, well, I'll just be the best be, me I can be, mm-hmm. he don't get the girl. When he's trying to get her, when he's conniving, when he's working at it, but when he finally becomes one with himself and begins just perfecting him, mm-hmm. instead of worrying what everybody else thinks or what they want he becomes the buddha <laughs> i will keep it a thousand percent honest with you i've only seen um groundhog's day once and i actually don't remember much except for the fact that he keeps waking up the good news is that's it will be two tomorrow that's it because the the whole point of he will have seen it twice by whole, tomorrow is what i'm whole, pointing out <laughs> the whole point of groundhog's day is like that that he keeps like living well, the same day over and over again right so the point is that right you have this minuscule period of time that you just keep redoing right sound familiar yes so i'm not a big reincarnation guy um only in the sense that i don't embrace the idea that i know about before or after and all i can really understand is here so i've kind of given up on figuring that out it's kind of a nice Mm -hmm. i can't be there why the hell am i worried about that right i'm here um so there's a theory that you can you can master anything if you do it for ten thousand hours Yes. Now, they try to show in the movie. So, in the book, he's stuck for eons. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's hundreds and hundreds of years. Right. So, he perfects the piano. He perfects. So, there's some pieces that they try and build into the movie. But the idea being that until he finds the focus on himself and perfecting him, mm. he doesn't gain real knowledge. Right. Uh, now I'm seeing right, where they're right, going. Right, 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 right. This this is why I love the movie. And okay. for me for me it's like okay, I think for me personally, Bill Murray is the incarnation of Buddha. <laughs> <laughs> the lessons are simple. Play. Bill Murray's pretty cool. He gives good speeches. I, you know what? Bill Murray's speeches are a thing. Bill Murray's speeches. Bill are Murray. Dope. I wonder. I wonder how a many. Dog. You're a nut. You're a I dog. I wonder how many. Bill knows. It's wet. I wonder how many of those are improvo- improvised, improvised, and how many of those are written. Well, so the interesting thing is, I only I know about some of them. Mm-hmm. For instance, the long speech in Caddyshack. Okay. About being a caddy that was for the Dalai right? Lama. He brought whether it was improvised or he wrote it. It did not exist in anywhere okay, other okay, than okay, Bill okay, Murray's okay, mind. Okay, I'm, okay, I don't okay. remember the specifics. Gotcha. If you want to understand Bill Murray's heart, mm-hmm. you have to watch A Razor's Edge. A Razor's Edge. Okay. It's a Somerset Mom movie that was Bill Murray's heart piece. It's what mattered. Now, what to him. is a Somerset Mom movie? Okay, author. <laughs> Somerset Mom is an author. Oh, Some people, okay. if you're I'll, really what? old, you may remember like Brideshead Revisited on okay. um, PBS or BBC. Right. Um, but Somerset Mom writes these very, it's it's usually 
eh, World War One, World War Two ish. Yeah, I think World War One Brideshead. No, World War Two Brideshead and World War One Razor's Edge. Maybe. So like somewhere between the. See if my mom just busted out an answer. Thirties and the. But um, somewhere between the. But yeah, anyways, early so century. A period piece. Yes. Um. Talks about that specific. About period. meaning of life, sort of stuff, and it meaned everything in the world to Bill Murray to complete. Mm. It, this this was his. You know, away from the comedy. I mean, it's a straight acting role. Um, not a huge success. Really? He goes to Paris and studies philosophy and art for the next three years. Mm-hmm. And he comes back more relayed back and starts showing up at parties. That's all. I mean, I'm just saying that there's, there's a... <laughs> That's he went and thought some things and then he came back and he was like, ah, oh, yeah, you know what? I'll wash your dishes for you. I think... Live like Bill Murray. After... After I spend time, like, grinding it out for, like, a couple years and stuff, I'm probably going to, like, disappear for a couple years, like, two, two maybe three years. you said a few years. times. Two, maybe three years, and I'm just going to chill and read some stuff, read a lot of books, and I dream of take in things and just sit around, watch Netflix, watch a bunch of movies. I already did that part. So I'm looking yeah. for a cave without a TV. <laughs> like, I want to be able to communicate with people, but I don't want to be able to, I'm, I get overwhelmed. Uh-huh. When I'm surrounded by people, like I can, I can feel more alone in a group of people than I can sitting with somebody one on one. Yeah, me too. But I, I think a lot of people feel that way. I don't think that's unusual. I think, I think we all feel really alone a lot. It's it's very hard to get the right mix of people that just feels right, and when it feels right, it feels right. Well, right, and then it's almost like a meditation. Yeah. The, there are moments, definitely. like, the, grasp your moments of joy firmly, but not so firmly that you that they slip out of your hands. Right. You know, that being present in the moment allows you to have those moments better. Right. So, Bill Murray's reaction to being alone, because, I mean, in, in my head, he's a, a guy that is doesn't have a ton of people in his life. Mm-hmm. I mean, doesn't even have a manager. He got rid of his manager for a 1-800 number. <laughs> You have a, have a special code to get in. I've got the number. He I, has a one eight hundred number it, now. I, I will say this: it, no, no, no. He's had one for years. Okay. That if you want to get a hold of him, you leave a message. Really. And first off, you have to have the right code to even put in to have the mess, be able to put in a message. Otherwise, it just hangs up on you. Dang. That I mean, he is known for the fact he's hard to hold on to. Okay. Like okay. when they did Monument Men, um, Clooney like literally like said, hey, why don't you come stay at my house for a month, and that way we'll actually go do this stuff, mm-hmm. because otherwise you're never going to find him. <laughs> Damn. Unless you're at a party, in which case you may turn around and find out he's washing dishes in the in the kitchen. Right. There's a, an incredible video on, oh, it's out there, YouTube somewhere. <laughs> I've also washing dishes in the kitchen at a party. Okay, so they were at this party. Yeah. And um, they've run out of cups, out of solo cups. They're all in the living room having a good time. Mm-hmm. This person walks into the, the kitchen and hears somebody doing the dishes and comes walking in and it's, it's hey, yeah, I just looked like you guys needed somebody to do the dishes. And Bill Murray had wandered into the, it's, they're, they're teens. They're not teens, but I mean like younger 20-somethings. Mm-hmm. And no, so Bill Murray hangs out with him after he does the dishes and stuff and then gets out of there. Mm-hmm. There's one where he showed up as the roadie for a local band. <laughs> he'd met them somewhere mm-hmm. and he decided he was going to be the guy that carried their instruments into this party they were doing. Yeah. And then he spends the night 
like going at it with them and the police show up yeah. like going at it in a good way i mean like they're all partying and having a great time he's playing the that thing that bonk bonk thing triangle it's, no <laughs> like the Hare krishna's play why can't i think of, i got one sitting right over here uh, bon uh gong no over there on the chair oh ukulele no, no tambourine tambourine there we go. Yeah. This is a new game we're playing. Matt will try to think of words and then point it. Thankfully, there's enough stuff in here that. No, because he's pointing in that general direction. <laughs> and there's like there's like five instruments over there. And I'm like, what are you pointing at? I know. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> so the police show up and the guy throwing the party goes up to the police officer and goes, I, I don't know what to do, man. I mean, you want to shut down Bill Murray? Right. Bill Murray comes into camera and he's 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 got he's just hitting the tambourine. Tambourine gets in the officer's face, doesn't say anything. He's just right, smiling right, at him. Right, right, Goes right. back to dancing, and then so the cop comes in and dances and and hangs out. I think there's some there's some validity to the idea that people that spend a lot of time alone learn how to how to how to be alone. How to be around people sometimes, like how to just chill. Like I think. When you spend time alone, you you can you can learn how to just like sit and be comfortable and and just just chill. I think so. That's uh, it's the easy part for me. Uh -huh. Except for the feeling of all the other responsibilities, I have trouble. The goal is when you sit, sit. I have trouble with long. When you term sleep, sleep. Long term, I don't do too well. Why? Because I have a heart. Okay, so I'm a very, very confusing person. I can go from very, very invested and very, very caring and loving to apathetic and distant and cold very, very quickly. It's, yeah, he, he will attest to that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm very, very up and down, and it's hard for me to find balance in a lot of things. And when interacting with people when you when you can really tune in mm -hmm. really really quickly and really be invested in something for a short amount of time it really helps to make friends really really helps hard to keep them though it's really hard to keep them though because once they begin to realize okay this person isn't always like this this person isn't very consistent this person isn't very um yeah, this person is this person doesn't have are much are you sure this isn't internal are you sure you that you're not projecting the idea more than they're thinking it that's that possible you mean, too you, you that's mean, definitely possible it sometimes too. sounds like sometimes you'll go into these deep descriptions of what how complicated you are and how this makes this so hard and it always seems to me sometimes like you're describing what being human feels like mm. that as opposed to it's you feel like you're losing interest and you have trouble keeping it up so you feel like they're losing interest and it sounded mm -hmm. like you're going wait a minute i'm i start to lose interest and then people notice i'm like that might be you losing interest if you you know like internal as opposed to external mm -hmm. i know i deal with some of that i you know wear my heart on my sleeve i guess i worry i worry that people will leave when they realize that I can't devote 
myself fully to anything with the exception of maybe music and even that i'm like iffy about sometimes well is that about your own self-doubt though as opposed to other people's doubt yeah there's a lot of self-doubt involved in that definitely i mean i know that's part of what i try yeah, to, I, I know i that. try my best to pay attention to people and, and and figure out what they're feeling before they can tell me i i do try to do that <laughs> but <laughs> But with that being said, with that being said, it's very hard. It's very hard to tell. It's very hard to tell what people actually feel about me. Ask. Well, on top of that, I got trust issues. So, like, I, I can, I can, I can ask somebody, "Hey, do you believe that?" Or what? What? How do you feel about me? Right. And then not trust the answer <laughs> like <laughs> i don't know why i do this i don't know why my brain automatically assumes that people are lying to me and just not telling the truth or or just that people don't like me i don't i don't know why my brain automatically jumps to negative conclusions when it comes to people sometimes it's really positive sometimes it's really negative and i don't know i don't know what's going on ever ever i never know what's going on so once you can accept that it gets easier yeah in my head, that's it does get easier. <laughs> but in my head, to some extent, it's, oh, you mean you don't have all the answers? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it took me fifty years to be okay with that too. <laughs> well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that I'm okay with it be yet because I still, I still sometimes act like I have all the answers. No, you would never act like you have all the answers. I know he has all the answers. I've heard. <laughs> no, but it, it's hard. It's hard for me to like. It's hard for me to like actually sit down and be like, okay, I don't know what's going on, but I'm gonna sit here and I'm gonna try and enjoy it. Well, or sometimes sit in it and feel it when it's bad. Don't run away so fast. I have a hard time with that too. Good. Actually, I have I have a lot of hard time with just sitting in whatever the situation is. Just sitting in that. There's something positive. My brain will find a way to ruin it. If there's something negative, my brain will find a way to try and make it better. It's very annoying and very so you just, confusing. You always support the underdog no matter which one it is. Yes. Today, it looks yes. like positive might win. I'm going to be negative, damn it. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm determined you, you to... You put on to... your scarf for whichever one it is that I'm wearing <laughs> the negative scarf today. <laughs> we are off to football. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I guess I don't fully understand myself, which is why a lot of the things I say can sound really contradictory all the time. I don't fully understand myself. I, I think that's a genuine part of feeling. My mom is saying no, but I don't know which part I said wrong. Yeah. The... I could have said something wrong, too. I have no, no clue. No, no. I have no clue. That legitimately, it's how to rest not wallow in it i don't mean that at all i mean to to actually the trick is to somehow be outside of it enough that you can figure out how how it works i don't know i spent a lot of time feeling very alone too it feels safer yeah. for me it feels more comfortable it's a place where you know what? I know my judgment. I'll beat myself up just fine. Mm -hmm. um, how do you remember the ledge isn't real and you don't? You're not really all alone. 
Well, I find that I constantly have to question my bad thoughts. I find that I have to actively try and question my bad thoughts. Otherwise, I get to wallowing and I get to being a little shit and just being mean and just not nice. Me too. Um, I think we're human. I, I honestly believe over and over again that the hardest people, the hardest place we exist is where we come into contact. Yeah. I mean, it, it, I am overly aware of all living things, as people will comment on after spending much time around me and watching me delighted by feeding fish. Um, I can deal with the wants and needs of the other living things mm -hmm. so much better than I can deal with mine. Humans get next level complicated. Mm -hmm. Um, fish don't lie. I will say most of that's probably because I don't even know what I need most of the time. I hate the question, "How would you describe yourself?" Because like I don't know. I would describe I myself am, like a giant steak puff marshmallow man. I would describe myself as all over the place. I like sports and I'm a nerd. I like anime, but I also go outside. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, how, how do you want me to describe myself is the real question. Like, I, I don't know. I think the, the real reality is nobody's a one-trick pony. That sounds right. pretty normal to me. Right. That doesn't sound crazy. That sounds like, oh, you mean you have varied interests like a healthy human being. I guess. I, I think maybe that is healthy, but, like, it doesn't feel very healthy in the moment because it feels like, it feels like I, I can never find anything that's, like, truly mine. Nothing ever feels like it's mine. It always feels like something outside of myself that's just there, like that I'm just interacting. It's like it's like I'm taking a back seat and I'm just looking at this thing, and 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 I'm doing it, but I'm just looking at it. It's it's real stupid. I don't like it. Oh, well, I I used to tell my daughter, Echo Hayes, that the hardest thing you'll ever do, mm -hmm. look in the mirror, figure out who you are, hold yourself responsible. Not like in a bad way, mm -hmm. but like in a working through it way. Yeah. That it doesn't really take a real mirror. Right. Um, that that's the hard part. The only part we can do better tomorrow is us. How we react to the rest of the world. That part of it is we are alone. Coming to terms with that. That, you know, the majority of the parts we're fighting with are not about mm -hmm. somebody else that I'm not saying to the extreme of some thought but I'm saying it in the in the extent that the things you struggle with are the things that define you I will say I can't I can't remember how young I was when I first had this thought but since I was young, I've had the thought of no one will ever understand how I feel, no matter how much, how hard I try to express it. People will get close and maybe even I, I'll be able to relate with people along the way. I'll be able to, like, see pieces of myself and other people. Mm -hmm. I'll be able to do that all day long. But no one will ever truly understand what goes on in my mind. Well, I think the only person that can ever understand what goes on in our mind is us. And so self-discovery, I think I think that's right. a cry for you to understand what's right. going on as opposed to right. once you're comfortable with what's inside of you, right. really the outside part doesn't matter anymore. Right. Because then you're sharing as opposed to you're desperately wanting someone to understand. Right. Different motivators. 
different. Very different. And I, that desperately wanting someone to understand is actually us desperately wanting to understand ourselves. Yes. That endlessly I go back to the idea that we all are just looking for a place to exist and to grow and bloom like a pretty flower. <laughs> you know what? I know this is hard some days. Yeah. And I'm sorry if I, I really do work at trying to make it easier. Um, I really do know there are people out there that believe in us. I really do know the weight's pretty heavy currently. And so I know that means I am right on the edge already. So that in the end, on top of it all, we're both very, we're both right at the edge so we can feel it. Yeah. It affects each other. And then the funny part is so we're both going through this feeling, which yeah. is very similar in both sides, but then we feel very alone. Yes. On top of it all. So it builds. Yes. It's 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 like you're standing on your own pillar and, and you keep building up your own pillar. Rather than looking across the street and seeing that the other person is also building a pillar that's equally as hot. Right. And if you guys fall you might not survive. I mean you can't, you can't do anything else but start to take down the walls slowly and try and understand that it's going to take time. Yeah. And yeah. try and be patient with yourself and be compassionate to yourself. You can't do anything else but that because it feels like, it feels like you're constantly attacking yourself, but you have to realize that you're constantly attacking yourself. Stop it. Stop hitting yourself. Stop it. Stop, stop hitting, yourself. hitting yourself. See, but my brother was already always actually the one that had my hand <laughs> and was hitting me and screaming, stop hitting yourself. <laughs> so, you know, like, I see where I learned this. See, he was trying to he was trying to teach you a lesson. He was like, I want you to know this for life. This is this this is the life lesson right here. He was trying to, to trying to provide some brotherly knowledge. Some brotherly knowledge. <laughs> some brotherly knowledge. <laughs> Well, I did hit him over the head one time with a vacuum cleaner pipe. <laughs> or so he claims. He did okay. admit to me later, though mom was not in the room, that he threw me at the wall prior and was fully deserving, but did not admit that at the time of the transgression. <laughs> Just saying I was defending myself, mom. <laughs> That's funny. You know what? The whole point of the episode. So we originally were going to do an episode on Groundhog's Day. Yeah. And I, we touched on that briefly. And even... I really actually, if if you get a chance to watch Groundhog's Day, today or any day, note the level of Bill Murray's loneliness as he's going through the process. No, that would be incredibly lonely. That yeah. he, he's stuck and nobody understands. Right. Cause Does that sound familiar? Yeah. You're going through the same stuff every single day, and it's like, okay, you guys don't understand. I've been through this already. This hurts. It's it. Isn't that what the days feel like anyways? Right. They feel like that. There's only one place to be. The movie to be, relates here. to life very well. I will say Bill Murray picks very relatable life movies. Oh my, my god, yeah. If you get a chance anybody say Vincent's the movies another I've one. seen, at least the movies I've seen from him. Uh, in general, um yeah. Don't get me wrong. I it's definitely you can see his growth spiritually. I mean there there's different mm -hmm. moments, but I mean from very early on he's slipping stuff into Caddyshack. Right. But I bet he feels alone sometimes. Or maybe he's mastered it. I don't know. Hey, Bill Murray, if you're out there and you've mastered it, <laughs> we'd like to talk. That's funny. That in the end, 
we were both feeling really alone. We were having a rough morning. And we were feeling alone in a room together. Yeah. And so I had gone upstairs to try and get cancer real quick. <laughs> um, To try and calm my mind. And that was when I realized that today's show was going to be about alone. That this, I believe, is a universal feeling. This is a universal struggle. Trying, It's really about how do I fit into this universe and fear of not fitting into it. Mm -hmm. And so we feel very encapsulated. Right. Um... Lately, that I've I've seen the far side recently with the caterpillar and the butterfly, and the caterpillar looks at the butterflies and goes, "What happened to you?" And the butterfly goes, "I've changed. We're supposed to." <laughs> <laughs> I, I I will leave everybody with my thoughts on caterpillars and butterflies. That I think our existence is very much that of the caterpillar, encapsulated in a cage of his own building. Yeah. Suffocating, unaware of his future, struggling, literally a struggle that will pump blood into wings that he knows not what they do cuz he's a caterpillar. He's a caterpillar. Mhm. And it isn't until that moment that he flies he even knows it's possible. Right. Because all he's ever been was a caterpillar. Is a caterpillar. How scary is it trapped inside a cage of your own making to not know that soon you will fly? Jeez. That's deep. Roy, little zen for you guys. I See, I can, I have meaning. I got meaning, man. <laughs> oh no, I can't find the thing that makes the thing go away. Where'd it go? Where'd it go? Where's the thing? Where'd the thing at? I mean, where's the line? What the what? I don't know. Maybe we won't have it today. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think it. we'll have it today. That's okay. There that goes. There that goes. There that. That's what That's weird. I can't find it. That is weird. I probably moved it somewhere stupid. That's okay. that traditionally is what I do. That's okay. But to everybody out there, I really do mean that I know. I'm supported, and I know that alone is a feeling. We don't get on out of here, but even if you feel alone, have a good day. Yes. Everybody, have an awesome day. Please. I know we love you. Peace. See, now I can just wait for peace symbol. You can see me work a peace symbol in it? <laughs> yeah. That's way back though. It's got me typing still. Yeah. I'm gonna challenge. Um, I don't know what's going on.